0: This is Hired, the Good Karma Brands recruitment show. Looking for your next great career? You're in the right spot. And now, alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler.
1: Good morning. So great to have you along. Welcome to Hired. This is the Good Karma Brands recruitment show heard along the GKB radio network every weekend at this time. My name is Steve Wexler. I'm the leadership coach here at GKB, and our show is produced at the Good Karma Brands home office studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hope your holiday season is is going well. Well, this is the show where we talk about recruitment Business culture, opportunity, uh, and a focus on our very own company, Good Karma Brands, or GKB. On today's show, we have a new opportunity to tell you about. Uh, it's pretty exciting because our company is expanding its digital sales operations into a couple of new markets Phoenix, Arizona, and Seattle, Washington. So we got the wet, rainy Pacific Northwest and the dry, arid desert. Southwest. Plus, we will meet Executive Vice President Emily Dillinger. She'll be on the GKB Hot Seat. We'll get her insights on the GKB Big 8 questions. You won't want to miss that. Yep, all that is coming up on this special holiday edition of Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show on the GKB Radio
0: Network. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu. Here's your host, Steve Wexler.
1: Welcome back to Hired, heard along the Good Karma Brands radio network every weekend at this time. Glad to have you along today and happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Joining us now is Digital Sales Manager at Good Karma Brands, Nick Riley. Nick, good morning and welcome back to Hired. It's a return performance for you, Nick.
2: Good morning, and thank you for having me. Yeah, Glad to you be here.
1: Glad to have you uh, with us. Uh, we've been talking a lot on Hired about the really incredible growth of digital sales, digital marketing, digital content at Good Karma Brands. And I want to talk to you a little bit about the growth in a couple of new markets, uh, Phoenix and Seattle specifically. But before we do that, why don't we just give everybody a a little bit of a snapshot on the Nick Riley story? How did you find Good Karma Brands or how did Good Karma Brands find you, Nick?
2: You bet. Um, So it's interesting that you mentioned growth. And uh, as a 20 year veteran of the television cable and digital ad sales space uh, I saw the the growth in streaming and um, good karma brands actually found me uh, through Rob Keith in our Atlanta office we were uh, counterparts in our previous roles and you know talked about this great opportunity with this amazing company and the more I looked into it I was like you know this this is the future of uh, video advertising, and I, cu- I couldn't wait to become a teammate.
1: That's pretty cool. How would you describe to people who uh, maybe have not heard the Good Karma Brands digital uh, story? What's the elevator speech on what we're doing in that space? Uh, how do you describe it to friends, colleagues, and partners?
2: You know, it, it's it, it, you know we're we're Good Karma Brands, but we're providing video solutions on ESPN live stream. Uh, across the ESPN apps. Um, and this is all publisher direct inventory. Um, we have similar relationship with Warner Brothers Discovery for NBA and March Madness live streaming. Um, and it's, it's really inventory that, that advertisers can't get anywhere else.
1: So I hear that a lot from people, right? Because in today's marketing world, I feel like everybody you know, says they're a digital seller. They have digital capabilities. And in fact, many of them do. But what is that distinction, uh, Nick, between sort of that publisher-level uh, premium inventory versus what I might find, uh, you know, almost on any platform these days?
2: Yeah, There's a lot of people out there that are selling the exact same thing. And when, when you have that publisher-direct relationship, that inventory... I liken it to a lake above a waterfall, and we are we are that lake, being the publisher and having that relationship with the publisher, where, you know, then impressions kind of fall down the waterfall, and that's everybody else um, trying to transact the same impressions.
1: We're talking with Nick Riley on Hired Today, digital sales manager here at Good Karma Brands. Uh, Nick, so many uh, business people, advertisers, are trying to figure out how to break through these days, right, get their messages heard. I guess sticky is is sort of the term that I hear uh, used quite a bit. What is it about our digital recommendations that we make to partners that you think really does break through and um, is effective for so many people? what's the what's the secret sauce? it's
2: it's it's the live nature of our product um, in that you know so much video consumption and television viewing is is um, on demand or recorded mm-hmm. and to to associate your brand in live sports where, you know, we, we like to say when viewers have skin in the game, they're a lot more likely to take action. And, you know, having the skin of the excitement, you know, of rooting for your team in the game, um, our, our advertisers really see results from advertising on ESPN and Warner Brother Discovery. You, you make a
1: great point, right? Because if you're a fan, there's some kind of emotional connection you've got to the content. Um, and so I guess what you're saying is that, by extension, my marketing, the messages of our partners sort of tap into that emotional connection between the fan and the sporting event. Is that a fair way of summing it up?
2: That's a, that's a fantastic way of summing it up. And then you know, once we add in um, display on ESPN, so that's on ESPN.com or the ESPN apps, um, ESPN Plus or the fantasy apps. Um, it, it really gives them a well-rounded, multi-channel campaign to reinforce their message. Um, you know, in our eight markets or on the network. We like to add in radio as well. That uh, re- you know really gives you the audio, the video, the sight, the sound, the motion, the emotion got it all, I guess, right? Um, Nick,
1: we talk a lot about, so we're going to talk in a minute about these positions and the new markets that we're uh, opening at Good Karma Brands, but uh, we talk on this show a lot about business culture, core values. As you recruit... I'm guessing that you probably come across people who might have the technical skills and capabilities that we're looking for. How do you also measure sort of that cultural core values piece that is so important to us and so important to a lot of companies these days? How important is that in your evaluation? And how do you sort of figure that piece out when you're talking to people?
2: It's it's equally important as being able to sell <clears throat> somebody that embodies the core values of good karma and in the interview process, I talk about it a lot, I go through it, and the way I measure it is through a couple of questions, but also uh, the, the way the candidate um, demonstrates themselves not only in the interview, but you know, how they follow up, do they over-deliver, do, the, you know, do, mm-hmm. do they naturally um, gra- gravitate towards that thank you culture. Um, and it's amazing to me how many people don't, um, out there it's, you know, the you know, I've I've done hundreds of interviews for these three positions and, you know, the, the there's a lot of people out there that don't follow up, that don't say thank you, that <laughs> that don't ask your questions. So you know, it's you know, interesting. You can, you'd you say that tell if they're going to be a good teammate or not. Well, yeah, I,
1: I <laughs> it's interesting you'd say that because I don't want to make it sound easy, but sometimes our advice for people is, you know, that thank you. Email, or better yet, handwritten note, or that follow up. Um, sometimes it isn't that hard to differentiate yourself and really stand out by some of those things that show that you really uh, do understand the core values and are, I don't know, maybe willing to go, uh, you know, that extra step or two. Right.
2: One hundred percent. Yeah it's it's a it's an easy way to separate yourself or lump yourself back into the crowd.
1: In your, uh, and by the way, we're talking with Nick Riley, digital sales manager here at Good Karma Brands. In your experience, Nick, what separates really outstanding salespeople or marketing consultants as we term them here, uh, from those that you know are fine and uh, are okay, what separates the breakthrough sales talent from the average?
2: Um, I, I think that something that really separates them is having a sense of urgency, um, And that can be demonstrated through all of our core values, but it's also, you know, something that in, you know, 25 years in sales and 15 years in sales management that I found that it's something you can't teach. Either people have that sense of urgency or they don't.
1: And when you say sense of urgency, uh, make a distinction between I'm just in a rush to sell something today versus urgency, moving things ahead, getting us to the finish line. How do you sort of uh, describe urgency versus we've all been in situations where somebody seems just eager (laughs) to make a sale?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I I actually call that uh, a sense of chaos. Ah, okay. Even better. <laughs> uh, where and, and to, to your point, you know, p- you know people that that prioritize their business, prioritize their relationships um are you, you know looking for ways to move forward as opposed to that frantic, you know, chaotic um always responding always late always behind that That, to me, is not a sense of urgency.
1: So you're describing a more strategic approach that does have a little bit of giddy-up to it, right? That has a sense of urgency as well.
2: Indeed. Indeed.
1: So let's talk about Phoenix and Seattle. Now, for those who follow the Good Karma brand story, you might be thinking, wait, Phoenix and Seattle. Those aren't even markets we've really uh, ever talked about. <laughs> Maybe places we vacation or uh, have visited. Uh, I've been to both, actually lived in Seattle for a couple of years. Um, talk about Good Karma Brand's expansion into Phoenix and Seattle. What's your vision for it? What are we doing there? And then we'll talk about uh, who might join us to help us in that vision.
2: For sure. Um, well, So first of all, um, expansion for Good Karma into um, markets where we don't own the radio station is nothing new. Um, it's it's a tried and true um, model that we've that we've done in um, Atlanta, Dallas, uh, Raleigh, uh, Washington D.C., just to name a few. And you know, it, it, it gives us the ability to build relationships and bring our you know fantastic ESPN and Warner Brother Discovery products to. Uh, partners in those markets where it would be otherwise unavailable to them.
1: Okay. So Um, even though there's no radio stations in those markets, you're saying somebody that's in Phoenix or in Seattle would have access to all of the digital marketing assets you just described
2: and be able to bring that to partners in those markets? That's exactly what we're doing. And it's, it's not just impressions in those markets, but you know, going in and looking to work with the local businesses for pressures in those markets, obviously, mm-hmm. but then also working with regional advertisers or agencies that are investing in other markets. Um, you know, just just like we would in New York or L.A. or Chicago or Milwaukee or any of the Good Karma markets.
1: Nick Riley,
2: digital sales
1: manager at Good Karma Brands, with his story and also with recruitment that is now going on for new positions in new markets in the Pacific Northwest and in the desert Southwest. Nick, thanks for being on Hired today. Great to talk to you, my friend. Next up, we're going to talk to Emily Dillinger, executive vice president here at Good Karma Brands. We're going to put Emily on the GKB hot seat, the big eight GKB gkb questions with emily that's coming up next here on the good karma brands radio network
0: you're listening to hired the gkb recruitment show alongside good karma Brands senior director of human resources daphne ursu here's your host steve wexler
1: welcome back to hired on the good karma brands radio network we're here every weekend talking about good karma brands business culture opportunity Core values, and um, I'm so excited that Emily Dillinger, executive vice president at Good Karma Brands, agreed to be on uh, one of our last shows of the of the year. Hi, Emily.
3: Hi, Wex. Thank you for having me.
1: Great to have you here. Thank you. And uh, happy holidays to the Dillingers.
3: Yes, happy holidays to you as well.
1: Thank you. Big plans or quiet or what are we doing?
3: We're headed to Cleveland where I actually started my GKB career Ah. the day after Christmas. But we're going to have Christmas at home here in Milwaukee with our two kids. And it's going to be fun and magical and all the wonderful things. That sounds
1: great. You're our first, I almost said guinea pig, that would be really not accurate or kind. (laughs) You're our first volunteer? Sure. Okay, for (laughs) what I'm calling the GKB Big Eight. These are eight questions okay. that we have carefully vetted All right. with a number of good karma brands people. I'm sure you have. Whose names I will not divulge. Right,
3: right, of uh, course.
1: Unless you really think the questions are good. <laughs> um, but there are eight questions that have kind of come up in uh, the course of the show that we've been doing over the last year or uh, year and a half. And so I'd love you to just uh, take a swipe at these and see what Emily has to say. Sounds
3: good. You ready to go?
1: Let's do it. All right, the hot seat. Uh, you actually just mentioned one of them. Question number one, We do so much sports. We're around it all the time. It's on our stations. It's in our digital. Do you have to be a sports fan to be a good Karma Brands teammate?
3: So in my maybe third interview, I asked Keith and Sam, who are two senior vice presidents, if I needed to be a sports fan. And they said, well, can you name any of the coaches of the three Cleveland teams? And I looked at them and said... I don't think so. Maybe I and I think I might have named an old Browns coach who was (laughs) no longer there. (laughs) And they were like, "Ah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think what you what you need to understand, though, is sort of the power of sports and what sports can do for the advertisers. I think it's much more about who our partners are and what they care about than it is about, you know, who we are and who people might perceive as our Competition or anything like that. So, so my
1: knowledge of sports isn't being tested, but sort of my knowledge of why does, why is sports so influential and how does it get people to move and react?
3: That's exactly what the comes from exactly. It
1: is said, uh, question number two. It is said that GKB might not be for everybody. Um, I've heard that said by a number of people in our company. Do you agree with that statement, and uh, why might that be?
3: I do. I think that while there are certain roles where you can come in and have a very set, linear path, linear day, I think that so much of this company relies on being very entrepreneurial, very innovative. You need to take initiative in order to have challenges and in order to implement things. And it doesn't mean there aren't resources around you or people who will will support you, but I don't think that I've seen it not work well for others. And then I think the other thing beyond just having that sort of, you know, ability to go after something or try to do something new or change, you know, ability to change. I think the other type that doesn't work well for are people who are used to a very corporate structure. And when I say that, because some people are very and who are very comfortable in that corporate structure, who are comfortable working in a strict hierarchy, who are comfortable maybe playing a game, playing the game, <laughs> if you will. And, yeah. and I think people who are desperate to get out of that, you know, find that this might be refreshing. But I think there's others who, you know, really aren't desperate to get out of that. They, they like and appreciate that world. And I found that... Um, You know, that's not that means that GKB isn't for everyone in that way.
1: We talk a lot about our uh, core values. Listen, be honest, work hard, over deliver, follow through teamwork. Um, If Emily had to choose a core value and say, I'm going to wipe out the other five, um, is there one that sort of supersedes uh, the others in terms of priority for you? 100%
3: honesty. Honesty. Yes, because I think that is, you know, the crux of everything that has to do with every other core value. Are you honest about how hard you're working? Are you honest about whether or not you actually delivered or over-delivered? Are you being honest with yourself about your strengths and where you need help? Are you honest in the way that you are showing up for your team? And so I think honesty for me is, you know, the number one thing above all else Mm. always in every part of my life. So
1: you could forgive a lack of follow through on some of these, but that one, if that's missing for you, that's sort of Absolutely. A, an end of story. Yep. Um, do teammates have to fit this GKB culture or curve value uh, model to be successful here?
3: I don't think they have to fit the culture because the culture is constantly evolving and changing. And I like that. I really like that we get to change the game constantly. And we get to say, you know what, we're not okay with this. And here's what we're going to do differently. But I don't think we can compromise on the core values and, again, on that honesty. So I think people, if they truly aren't aligned with the core values, then, yeah, this isn't the place for them. It's going to be tough, right? Yep.
1: Emily Dillinger is our guest on Hired, executive VP here at Good Karma Brands. We're on the GKB top eight, the big eight questions. Um, Number five. You just touched on this a moment ago when you're telling Emily Dillinger's story uh, starting in Cleveland. Why is it that so many GKB teammates change positions within our company? Some might look at that and go, well, do you guys have like a a plan or is it just like everybody shows up and does something else every day? Why do you think that is and what does that say? Karma brands.
3: That's a great question. Oftentimes we don't have a plan, Uh, (laughs) but that's the fun of it, isn't it? I think what it says is that we lean into people's strengths and you recognize good people. And, you know, I'm sort of of the mindset that a few really smart people in the room can figure anything out. And while it's helpful to have somebody who has experience and expertise in a certain area, that you can't buy a resourcefulness. Mm. And if there's a level of resourcefulness and people who are willing to roll up their sleeves and dig in and try to figure something out and do something different, then, you know, they're generally the ones who are... You know, sent off to new opportunities, and they generally are successful.
1: This sort of goes back to your point about if you're very accustomed to and comfortable in a more corporate, process driven company, which there's mm-hmm. a lot of great companies like that, mm-hmm. it might be a little shocking to come in and go, well, I don't know, what should we do today to further the cause? It's right. Like, oh, Isn't there a handbook somewhere on that? <laughs> I don't know. What's on your mind, right? Right, it can right. Be a little uh, disorienting. Yes. Um, especially in the radio space, a lot of companies um, over the last couple of years, have reduced local content. There's less of it. There's more either syndicated or uh, even now AI inspired uh, content. Our company has either doubled down or expanded local programming in a lot of our markets. Mm -hmm. Why that investment in resources and uh, energy into local programming?
3: Well, I think that it you know, is something that is unique that an audience will continue to come back to. And we've always been have sort of an underdog mentality. You you sort of have to when you're a small player and with all these, you know, big other corporations around you, but also these big other stations around you that have huge audiences. And the way we're going to win is through our unique local content that's relevant to our fans, because that's what our local advertisers want and even our national advertisers, to be honest. So you have to form a relationship with people and you can't do that if it's too generic or if you can find that content somewhere else, you know,
1: Emily, thanks for taking the time out of your day uh, you. to, to be on the show. Merry thanks Christmas for having to me. The Dillagers. Thank
3: you. And a happy
1: New Year Happy you. Well.
3: Happy holidays. Ha- happy Hanukkah. Thank you. I and, um, that. and thanks for having me. This is fun.
1: Emily Dillinger, Executive VP at Good Karma Brands. And of course, to learn more about us, you know where to go. www.goodkarmabrands.com. More of Hired is coming up right here on the Good Karma Brands Radio Network.
0: This is Hired. The GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired along the Good Karma
1: Brands radio network and a special edition of our show for our listeners in southeastern Wisconsin. And Daphne, I'm kind of impressed because, you know, from time to time we have guests, right? right. yes. On our show? Of course, yeah, yeah. And our guest today on Hired not only was on our show i don't know i think last year
4: i think so yeah yeah at the She's end of come 20- back. i know a returning guest do you she know what that means us. well
1: oh you don't think i should go that far
4: <laughs> let's not go let's just make this assumption. she probably likes she us, might doesn't like us well
1: we <laughs> are thrilled to welcome back to hired Iselle nicholson community partnerships manager correct
5: correct okay yeah. at city
1: here in milwaukee and so we are actually thrilled to have you join us once again I'm
4: yeah. super happy to be here again great you know, kind of fun oh, okay great you know i am i uh, guess yeah, she came back a second time um but we want to hear about city year tell us about city year yes yeah, so city
5: year is an educational nonprofit organization that is focused on serving students and youth in our community um essentially it is in 29 different states so we're nationwide um serving students in under-resourced schools to make sure that they you know can ultimately reach their full potential
1: Oh, okay. So this is not just a Milwaukee concern, even though that's obviously where your focus is. Yes. Um, And so tell us a little bit about how it works. So when you say helping students fulfill their potential, um, how does that happen at City Year?
5: Yeah. So we recruit core members that are 17 to 25 to be mentors and tutors in Milwaukee Public Schools specifically um, for about 10 months or so. So it is a short-term program with an everlasting impact on our students Mm -hmm. and so it can be seen as like a gap year program so any folks you know who are transitioning out of school that may not know what that next step is that's where City Year comes in and so we provide training for two weeks um, before they step into schools where they serve third through ninth graders and just serve as that extra support where the teacher may not have the capacity to fill pulling them out for tutoring sessions Pushing in in the classroom, answering questions, assisting them um, after school activities, things of that nature. That sounds great. How long have you been at City Year? It is going to be my second year maybe it's my third I don't know if it's my second or third (laughs) in December I started December of 2021 so right
1: well and Daphne I'm glad she asked because we really should and that's my fault not (laughs) starting with you
4: right Right. I was was gonna dig into that
1: (laughs) and your journey to a company that obviously or an organization that has a real mission and a real purpose how did they find you or you find them
5: Yeah, so I actually did a similar service program my senior year of college at UWM and it was called Public Allies and so very similar um, service organization that is also AmeriCorps Um, and then after I graduated I was like, well, I still want to make an impact in the community and I had heard about City Year through the grapevine and I started off as an impact manager so I managed my own team of core members that I now am recruiting, so then I just transitioned into this role because I feel like more people should know about City Year. And mm. I had not only heard about it because I was in a similar organization. And so now I go around the city doing things like this, sharing City Year. and sharing the opportunity for young people who have no idea
1: about it. Well, we're glad we get to play uh, a role in helping you uh, publicize uh, the mission a little bit. Daphne and I talk on this show quite a bit, not just about recruitment, which we'll get to in a moment, but also, you know, business culture and what it's like to work in different places. Mm -hmm. How would you describe the culture, the business culture, the vibe, if you will, at City Year?
5: Yeah, the vibe is so authentic, but unique and just like, eclectic, if you will, you know, it's there's a variety of different people. We want people who come from all different backgrounds, have all different identities, because ultimately, like, those are the students that we serve. And we want them to be able to see themselves in our mentors, in our tutors. And we pride ourselves in our DBIE work um, and just really just, like, bringing all different types of people together for the same mission, which is ultimately just to give to our students and let them know that they can feel you know, safe or secure with the people that are in their schools that they can resonate with that represent them.
1: This is Hired along the GKB radio network and our guest today, Esel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager at City Year Milwaukee.
4: So you told us a little bit about your experience with City Year, um, told us some about the business culture. So I'm going to jump into like those open opportunities that you have at, at City Year. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
5: Absolutely. So right now we are currently hiring for our mid-year position. And mid-year just means starting a little bit later than the folks who have already started in the summertime. And so that position starts October 16th but the application closes September 15th. And essentially what that looks like is it's a full-time job, so it's Monday through Friday, serving our students. Oftentimes, um, you start the school day with our students and end after they leave school. Um, But it is up until about May. Um, Again, 17 to 25, it is given with a... um, $1,100 Eleven hundred biweekly stipend, and at the end of your service, upon completion of service, you're given the Siegel Education Award, which is four thousand eight hundred twenty-six dollars and fifty cents, and that is just for that mid-year position. Um, but you know, free bus pass, access to free dental and health insurance, wow. um, as well as a two-week winter break, um, nine days of time planned off, and so many more benefits.
1: We'll be right back
0: with more hired the GKB Recruitment Show. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. It sounds like a fairly uh, robust uh, compensation
1: and benefits uh, package. What kind of people would you expect to apply? Who would be the ideal kinds of people that you're looking for as you cast the net yeah. uh, across southeastern Wisconsin and perhaps uh, elsewhere. What are we looking for here, yourself?
5: Yes, so we're always looking for 17 to 25-year-olds, and particularly that age range because those are the folks who have recently come out of school, so they have a more better understanding of what school is still like for students. And so that's the age range, but also folks who want to spend a year of their life doing something meaningful. I know everyone can get a job anywhere else, but, you know, making an impact on those students, giving back to the community, people who are going to get up and commit to the work every day, and folks who just, just really just want to make an impact on Milwaukee.
4: And so if someone does want to make an impact on Milwaukee, wants to really give back um, in, in that time frame, is there any additional training that you would provide? Maybe they may not have all of the skills that you're looking for. How you can how can you kind of like, you know, close that gap on education and, 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 and training?
5: Yeah, definitely. And so... Actually, right now, our core members are 50% high school graduates and then the other 50% some college or have graduated from college. So now this is probably like one of the most diverse groups that we have as far as education goes. And so there are no educational requirements other than you having that high school diploma or GED equivalent. And for the first Two to three weeks of service, our core members are trained, we have externals come from the community, um, people are in our own organization that have taken so much time to prepare and get all the information, even from national resources, um, to provide to our core members to make
4: sure that they're prepared before they go into school so I, I love that so some training for people who are are, are ready to take on this important role right um, giving back to the community um so if someone's interested like what additional kind of like growth and advancement could a position like this help them you know bridge to or yeah go
5: to? um so throughout the year we have different what we call lacy opportunities which is life after city year so
1: say that again life after city 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 Year, year. yes, so, yeah,
5: Lacey, and so that's just to make sure that because this is like a stepping stone for that next step, that we're not just leaving our core members hanging, we're connecting them with other organizations in the community, giving them opportunities to check out different colleges in the um, community or throughout the state, and we even share, you know, we have hundreds of partnerships across the country as far as scholarships go for folks that do want to take on higher education and we have a fair at the end of the year um, where all of our community partners come and you can see different opportunities to make sure that you have something lined up right afterwards.
1: So a question about uh, applicants, No, so I assume if I'm an applicant, um, I don't think I'm in the age range that you suggest. Just slightly outside. I just yes. Just a bit outside. Um, but somebody comes in and they're, they're they're interested and they've gone through whatever application process. Are they going to be interviewed by you by a group of people? What's the process at City Year for me to get noticed to become famous and ultimately hopefully get uh, chosen? <laughs>
5: Yeah. And so since City Year is a national organization, there are a lot of different moving pieces. So initially you'd meet someone like myself or one of our local recruiters and we'd have a one-on-one. We give you all the in-depth information on City Year. And then eventually you're going to fill out that application. And then someone from our national recruitment team would reach out to you, schedule a phone interview. Um, and then additionally, you'd have one more interview, which could be from another person that sits in kansas city for example um so that's why like that's when we start to build up those concrete skills where you're checking your email you know answering the phone even if you don't know who it is just saying hey this is so and so um and then moving on um because there are so many different moving pieces but definitely just making sure that we're all communicating and keeping up with that which are one of the leadership you know, qualities and opportunities that we provide at City Year.
4: Okay. Sounds great.
5: How can we learn more? Yeah, so you can always go to cityyear.org or City Year Milwaukee, and then you can check out and see what all the different opportunities, the different benefits, things of that nature that come with City Year. Um, you could also always call our office downtown in Milwaukee. We're located right off the river, <laughs> um, but you can also always find my information on our website as well,
1: which is City Year. .org? Yes. Okay. So or cityyourmilwaukee.org, city too. Milwaukee as well. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I think I found you that way when I yeah. was uh, uh, doing some research. Um, so before we wrap up, this is your opportunity, Yiselle. <laughs> Give our audience who might be interested in applying, or they might know someone in their family who might be interested. What advice do you have? Somebody who's been in the organization now for, I don't know, it's either two or three or four <laughs> nice. <three Nice>. <laughs> right? I'm not sure we ever determined that. Um, what is your personal advice to someone who's hearing your message today, learning about the organization? What would you like them to know about City Year and about perhaps getting involved?
5: Yeah. I always like to tell young people that there's absolutely no shame in not knowing what your next step is. Whether that's graduating from high school or college or taking some classes, there's never too many options for you to be able to have for your next step. You know, I've talked to some people who are like, Nope, I know what I'm doing, I'm going to school and I'm like, Okay, no problem and then a few weeks later they call me like, Hey, you know, I'm really glad we had that conversation because Things changed, and there's no problem with that. And everyone in City Year, as especially our core members, are all in the same boat and still figuring out what those next steps are while doing something super meaningful and
1: impactful. Boy, I love that advice, Stephanie. I, I
4: do. I love that.
5: Some cause... of us
1: are still trying to figure out what we want to be <laughs> when we grow up, <laughs> right?
4: right? We're, yeah, we're working with him. We're coaching him. So, yeah, can you well. repeat the website again? I just want to make sure that people got that. I. Yeah, definitely. So you can go
5: to www.cityyear.org slash Milwaukee.
4: Okay.
1: Perfect. That's perfect. Well, great information, great work you're doing. Yeah. And I also I kind of love the bonus advice, which is you don't have to know you every don't. step of the way in your Absolutely. career, yeah. which is, by the way, something we should probably tackle on a episode. really,
4: yeah. Huh? And being open to opportunities. Right. Yeah. So what I love change? that, too. Yeah. And then I love that. And then change. We talk about change, too. So maybe someone knows, but then ah, things change. And then they know that they can come back to you. So thank you so much, Esau.
1: Esel, great thank to you. see you again. Yes. So should we yes. schedule this for next year? Yes. Yes, yes, well?
4: yes, yes, right Yes, 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 yes. I'll put it on my calendar. <laughs> awesome. Well, always great to
1: see you. And thank you again for thank everything you. that you're doing. We'll be right back with more
0: Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu. Here's your host, Steve Wexler.
1: And that'll do it for a Hired This Week. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember, go to www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers. Uh, that's where you'll learn more about GKB opportunities, not only in Phoenix and in Seattle, but all across the the country. For our studio producer, Chris Larson, I'm Steve Wexler. And by the way, you can learn more about my work as a leadership coach at wexl.net. We will talk to you again next week. Thank you for joining us for Hired on the Good Karma Brands Radio Network.